Hello, this is Marcelo Pico, editor-in-chief of Talk Film Society and podcaster of Note. I'm here doing a quick intro for this intro episode of a new series uh, we're doing called Pod Crossed Lovers. Uh, some background. Uh, me and uh, Manish Mathur recorded uh, this series uh, covering the Twilight films. Back in early February of 2021, and these have been uh, on my editor's docket for the last few months, and now, early May 2021, a few weeks later, a few months later, uh, now they're out. These episodes are coming out. Um, you might be listening to this on the uh, Talk Film Society free feed. If you are, then enjoy this intro episode. Uh, if you want to hear more, um, go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash talkfilmsociety uh, to hear the rest of the series. And if you're listening to this on the Patreon, um, then enjoy the rest of the series on Patreon. Um, but yeah, uh, that's enough intro uh, because um, when we recorded this back in February, we didn't know what we were going to call it. I don't think we even gave it a name while we were recording these episodes. This was just basically our Twilight retro uh, that had no name, but we came up with a name, Podcross Lovers, and um, I'm not going to spoil it, but uh, we'll see if we do more of these. Uh, and 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 Because uh, I, I had a great time with Manish and the guests. Uh, we rounded up for this uh, retro of the Twilight films. And uh, you'll hear later on you know, what we might do in the future. But that's all I say. So please enjoy this intro episode of Pod Cross Lovers covering uh, the Twilight films. This is the intro where we just discuss uh, the, the series as a whole before uh, we talk about the first Twilight film in the next episode. And again, if you listen to this on the free feed on Talk From Society, um, then head over to Patreon if you're not already a, a patron on there and listen to the rest of the series uh, where me and Manish and guests discuss all of the Twilight movies um, over five episodes, right? Because there are five uh, Twilight films. So yes, that's it. Um, please enjoy Pod Crossed Lovers, the Twilight Saga, the intro episode. This is Pod Crossed Lovers, the Talk Film Society Young Adult Film Franchise Retrospective. I kind of like your approach of like having this be casual. So yeah. Yeah, maybe we should just dive into it and just say who we are and just, just go from there. Um, yeah. uh, hey. Hello, Manish. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> uh, nothing much. Just here recording, and, and you happen to be here, too. Uh, uh, I'm I'm Marcelo Pico, Editor-in-Chief of Talk From Society. And Manish, who are you? <laughs> yeah, Manish Mather, uh, writer and podcaster with Talk From Society. Yes, and we're here. I'm, I'm forcing Manish to do a Twilight series. That's what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, forced is the right word. Forced, know? yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, this intro episode uh, is uh, dropping on the free feed on Talk Film Society. That's the plan, anyway. Uh, I mean, it's gonna go as planned. Um, 
I'm just gonna tell you some background of like why this is happening and how it's rolling out. Um, so I had like this wad of hair a few weeks ago. Um, I think I brought it up on the on our Discord, right, Manish? Mm-hmm. I just I just said, yeah, yeah. oh, maybe maybe a Twilight series, right? And it was something that I had in mind maybe four months, three or four months ago, and then I didn't really, you know jump into doing it for real until uh, the it, it, here's what happened like i found a i found a, a digital code for the the saga that i had uh from when i bought the box sets for an ex of mine years ago and then i redeemed those digital codes they still worked after like six years <laughs> and i'm like yes wow. i own these movies now i own all the twilight and instead of like um, you know, uh, by myself, rewatching them, you know, enjoying them, you know, by, on, uh, on my own. I go, why not just uh, uh, rewatch them for a podcast series? And and that's kind of where I'm go- where I'm coming from. And <laughs> that's one thing. I'm like, you know, I own these movies now. I do want to rewatch them, and I think it would be a interesting podcast series. And then I remember you had brought up, uh, maybe like maybe last year or maybe before then, like I, I asked you if uh, you had any inkling of doing, uh, wanting to do a Twilight series. Maybe you should t- talk about you. Yeah. P- yeah. Potentially yeah, yeah. wanted to do so one before. I think, um, I think like sometime last, I think it was like late spring, early summer. I um, kind of broached the idea of doing a Twilight miniseries on Ipadubu, and I remember it was the phase of mine where I was like, like remember like the early days of the lockdown when like everyone was doing a lot of really extra oh, yeah. content, and yeah. you know we wanted to, I wanted to put out like you know as much content as I could because, um, you know like entertain everyone whatever we're all stuck at home and stuff, but I think as the lockdown went on and on and I think it became more normalized. I kind of dropped that idea of doing, cause I'm like, we, as soon as, once I realized that we're going to be in this, you know, lockdown for a lot longer than I had anticipated, I was like, I can't keep putting out all this content because I'm yeah. going to exhaust myself. And now it's like, you know, once celebrities stopped doing like charity stuff, I was like, I don't need to do it either. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think the idea of, because um, I, I think the initial plan was I was going to get a guest for each of the five movies. Um, but, you know, as much as I, I love, I love doing stuff with guests, but um, I also, I think I was in a phase where I was just very tired so that, I, just, I can just never yeah it never came to fruition i never you know took that extra step and actually like talking to people so um but i'm glad we're doing it now because i have more energy for it now and um you know i think the the twilight saga has just always like loomed large for me you know yeah and uh, because it's such a significant romantic um pop culture phenomenon you know. Yeah, we can we can for sure dive into that here in the uh, intro episode, like our background yeah. on the series as a whole. But I also want to say I completely understand, you know, that like because I had that last year too. You know, when the pandemic started, I I mean I had a game show uh, for like six weeks and then I just stopped because it was too much. And I have recorded commentaries, which I haven't 
released them all yet from last year because <laughs> i also yes, got tired we did a glass commentary we did a glass which one. has not seen the light of day <laughs> it will see the light of day because i also recorded a commentary for the terminator with uh matt like in the yeah, week the yeah. week the, the week there that there was a shutdown so uh it was it was a it was a draining time and uh those uh unrealized uh unfinished unedited uh, uh commentaries will be out on the patreon soon i've i've I have not forgotten that um but now it's all about timing right because now i just finished my lord of the Rings show going home steep like literally just finished that like a week ago and i wanted to do something special for february valentine's day is coming up and i'm like yeah again there's there's like another reason why i wanted to do this you know what resonates with me as something i want to revisit that's about like romance that is like a series that you know needs you know some reevaluation for me at least twilight yeah, yeah. yeah. so it, it, it's another reason why i want to do this it's it timing is right for me you know i i'm i'm more free i want to dive into this series again uh because and we'll get into it now because here's where i'm coming from and my history with this series yeah like i mentioned like i i i bought this blu-ray set for an ex of mine uh, this was like her favorite series. Like she loved the books and everything. And uh, the reason why I watched a lot of these movies, like maybe three out of the five, is because of her. Like she made me, like she sat me down and watched them. Um, and and then we saw the 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 fifth and final one in theaters. Like I probably would not have done that if it wasn't for her. Um, so that's that connection. Like I have with it. Like yes, like back when I saw it, I may have been watching it. Like well like a forced like i was gonna say hostage situation but it wasn't a hostage a hostage situation it's like you know somebody you care about shows you this and you're under the impression of like well yeah, i better like this it's like <laughs> um so may not have been like the best way to see these movies but i always felt like they were yeah. interesting like there was something going on and that's the reason why i also want to revisit them like there's there's stuff i remember liking a lot i do now like consider the two leads like amazing actors like everybody like should so there's so many reasons for me to go back with like a fresh with like fresh eyes with like a a, a new lens on this series like so many years removed from watching it you know uh in the first place so yeah you know for me there was like some baggage watching it for the first time but now i'm free of that and yeah i want to see these again and reevaluate them like i said so that's where i'm coming from like i and of course, I was like one of those like dudes who like when this came out initially, I dismissed it because it's like, oh, it's you know a, a young adult uh, film adaptation. Like, right, why? Right. Yeah, why? Why would I watch that? And then me yeah. and then me and my best friend watched the first one, like as a goof, and you know it was entertaining because like we were like kind of roasting it, you know. But then mm, subsequent right, viewings right. and like how people will uh, uh, and uh, yeah. Uh, uh, spoiler alert we already recorded the first episode twilight with with rachel like she was an amazing guest and like i've come with it with like a new like i said like a new perspective so i appreciate these now on a level i didn't before so yeah saying all that i guess my point is like yeah i think it's a perfect time for me to come back and reevaluate reevaluate these because yeah i wasn't you know <laughs> i was very very dismissive of this you know when it initially came out uh, uh, what about you manish talk about your history with this with this series um yeah i read i think i read uh the first three books for sure i know and then i think the last book i read about half of them and i think it was like one of those things where 
it was just like everyone was talking about it. So I was like, I got to read these books. And, um, and you know, actually, I mean, I think they weren't, I mean, I think they were, I thought they were bad, but they were also like so readable and, yeah. you know, easy to devour them in a small amount of time. Um, because I think they had like this energy to them and they went by fast, but, um, I think with the movies, I was like, I think I spent a lot of my time during this era of like Twilight phenomenon, like defending it to people, even though I didn't really like the movies themselves. <laughs> but because I think that, um, I felt like people were just being so like, I don't know, weirdly, uh, like making a lot of like bad faith arguments against it. Yeah. And, um, it, it it always felt so condescending to me the, the sort of criticisms of the movie because it kind of assumed that everyone who watched them are like impressionable young idiots who couldn't differentiate between reality and fantasy. <laughs> um, and uh, so I remember like spending a lot of my energy being like on you know uh, comment sections, IMDb forums, you know, anywhere where there was some kind of discussion about Twilight, I would always be in there, be like, guys, everyone knows it's a fiction. Like, no one is really going to model their lives after this book series. And, like, I was like, if they did, then the problem extends beyond Twilight. You know, that's an issue that they have. That it, if, it, if it wasn't Twilight, it'd be another book series that they would, like, become obsessed with. So... Um, I don't know, because I just, I feel like a lot of the, uh, I feel like a lot of the criticisms of this book seem a little, like, I don't know, a little silly, a little, um, I don't know, just a little wild, because it just seems like, um, I don't know, like, I don't think these books are harmless, just because uh, I think the author is uh, very, um, she's a very, uh, like, so I think she's kind of a toxic figure, or she was in this, you know, 2010s era. But uh-huh. like, she's not a, she's not a great human being, you know. <laughs> but um, I think that like a lot of stuff gets projected onto onto the movies, which I think are a lot better than the books are. Like, I think this is one of those series, like one of the rare adaptations that is marginally better than the source material. Now, I don't know much about stephanie meyer the author of the of the books yeah um when you say toxic like is she like a trump supporter now what's going on with her (laughs) oh i mean i don't know about that um (laughs) i think she's just like um she seems very religious and has a lot of um she has a lot of retrograde ideas about like feminism and sex and stuff like that you know what now that you mentioned that yeah. yeah it is opening up uh, a memory of, of that of that discussion of of, of yeah. when these movies were coming out. Okay, that that makes sense now. Okay, yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of that, like, I think a lot of that comes through in the story, like in the books and stuff. But I think in the movies, they somehow make it like less um, puritanical and yeah. more like a character thing, and not like. I, well, I think because they had like really strong actors, but I just remember her being like, you know, just very old fashioned to be to be gentle about it. I guess. 
uh, I can totally see that now. Now that you say it, um, especially yeah, now, yeah especially yeah. now that I've rewatched the first two movies, you know, pretty yeah. recently, and like the, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it in future episodes. But yeah, that makes sense. But, the the whole like, I mean, literally, like what a plot point is, uh, they can't have sex before marriage or something along those lines, right? So yeah, yeah, I can I can totally see that, and that that's another thing. Like I'm I'm coming into this reevaluating but not putting like rose colored glasses you know on 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 myself like i do want to look at them critically too um yeah because like in the first episode i didn't mention you know some gaslighting things I, I caught on which of course like if you were just to put that pin in that movie and say it's like it's a major problem it's like it's it's something that brings the movie down like i wouldn't say that but it's just something that came to mind maybe like some something troubling uh, that quickly yeah, was resolved, yeah. right? So, so um, stuff like that is popping up as I'm rewatching these movies. And but I'm guessing that's like stems from more like the novels and like the the the, the core story that Stephanie Meyer, I guess, yeah, put yeah. out there, right? And, yeah, I, I definitely. And um, you know, it's it's interesting because uh, I think a lot of the conversation around these movies were just so like high volume, like high pitched and hysterical and. You know, I think coming from a lot of, um, you know, a lot of male critics, a lot of, um, you kind of had like either as men being like, you know, uh, being really kind of hysterical about this movie that appealed to young girls and young women. And then you had a lot of um, uh, women critics who were really trying to... um, I, I don't know. I, I, they were trying to like distance themselves from Twilight, or it was it was a lot of just a lot of like nonsense chatter around this movie, and I think it was really great to talk about it now over a decade later, because like now we have some distance from that, and I think the discourse around romance novels has changed. You know, I mean, just today, um, just today actually, Slate published an article with these like two literature critics who don't read romance novels picking apart like i think the one of the bridgerton books or something oh okay a lot of people were just like dragging that article it's like are we still doing this thing where like you have to pick apart every like quote-unquote problematic trope in a in a book just to like for i don't know just to get like on a high horse like i don't know it just seems so like I, I feel like rom- like talking about romance has changed so much, and um, I think back then, you know, romance was so has was so like ghettoized, um, and now we have some distance from that discussion, and I think you know people are becoming more like just open to kind of meeting these books on their level, meeting the series on on its level. Um, and also not being so, like, not taking it so seriously. Like, I don't really think that, I don't think it's really fair to readers or the audience or the books themselves to kind of graft, like, um, issues of, you know, someone being a role model or modeling their romances after this book. I think, I mean, maybe people do that, but I think for the most part we should, like, uh, watch these movies um, on the level as, like, these kind of goofy you know, over-serious, romantic, melodrama, gothic, you know, horror stories, I guess. Yeah. And uh, um, 
I <laughs> I've been trying to avoid some of the uh, discourse on Twitter lately. It's kind of been yeah. a kind of been a goal of mine. So as soon as people started mentioning that Slate article, I'm like, uh oh, yeah. I'm gonna try to do- I'm gonna try to dodge this as as for as long as yeah. possible <laughs> because it is I stuff like that pops up, and it's like people are are mad about it for legitimate reasons. Don't get me wrong, but. I just feel it's like tiring at times because that discussion, like you said, is happening over and over again, and like yeah, us as a yeah. society, it's it's like we can't resolve this uh, in you know yeah. uh, one simple way. It's it's frustrating. Well, it's, it's just yeah, frustrating. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And I think that like so actually last week when I was watching the first Twilight movie again, this I happened to see on Facebook. Um, someone posted some video essay about you know reclaiming Twilight or like we're kind of analyzing analyzing the discourse around Twilight and of course a lot of the comments were like you know no one really talks about how toxic these movies are and like how much it's like gaslighting and you know abusive and it glorifies all this stuff and I commented being like hello we've been talking about every time <laughs> Twilight comes up someone has to bring up like all the problematic parts of it and not only that but it brings it up in a way that's like no one talks about this anymore. But I'm like, uh, it's just, it's like, it's so silly because everyone, I feel like people who want to bring up like the discourse around Twilight always seem to bring it up in a way as if they think they're the first ones that thought this. But I'm like, I was in, I'm like, you know, I think you and I aren't that far apart in age. I think we're both like yeah. in college when these movies were coming out. Yeah. And, um, or at least young adults and like, I mean, we were the. I was. I had many, many discussions with my friends and you know colleagues and uh, you know online about Twilight. And I'm like, that discourse is not going away. But I think now we should have some. Like now that we have some distance from it, we can look at these movies in a new lens and see what is valuable to, about them and what's not valuable about them. Yeah, it, it, because. That discussion, I guess, just just to tease at least like the new moon episode, which we're actually yeah. going to record here in a bit. It's like yeah. watching that movie again uh, today. It, it kind of all came back. Not all of it, but like a, a lot of that discussion came back because I remember that movie in particular has like those like the the critics of the movies who were saying, yeah, like manipulation, gaslighting, like they're pointing to new moon specifically about what Edward does and so on and so forth. For, if, if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. And that came up and I'm like, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's silly. <laughs> it's silly <laughs> that, that, that discussion, because I remember people had it and I know, you know, if actually I would not be surprised if like, in the month from now, Manish, like somebody will bring it up, saying like you're saying, like like they found out all of a sudden, like oh wait a second, this movie is problematic. Here's why. It'll probably yeah, be a Slate article yeah. or something. But seeing it, <laughs> but seeing it, like I am with that perspective of like I mentioned, like I brought up the gaslighting thing in Twilight, but like after you know writing it down, you know halfway through the movie, then like watching the rest of the movie, I'm like, well, you know, it, for me it was worth mentioning, but the movie resolves that pretty quick in that world that they're yeah. in. Like it's a, it, yeah. it's a vampire movie <laughs> with that in mind. Like when you, when you put that again, taking it at its level, it's like horror romance fantasy. When you look at new moon and you look and you try to pick at it, like from a critical way of like manipulation, gaslighting, you have to realize like <laughs> at the end of the movie, like, <laughs> like Bella and Edward make like, make like a, 
like an oath to like turn to a vampire at the end. I'm like, what? This is. A, this is a, I was gonna say it's a silly romance fantasy, but like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like gothic. It's like, yeah. again like you're uh, are those same people who are picking at it in that way like looking at like you know classic horror movies and like doing the same thing to that extent i don't think they are well i always kind of bring up um like you know uh like james bond or yeah yeah you know fast and the furious which is like i don't think i mean yeah there has been of course you know a lot of essays or whatever about james bond being problematic but I also think that, like, for the most part, people like those movies just because it's, like, escapist and, you escapist, know, yeah. some kind of this, like, vicarious fantasy. And I'm, like, I don't see... I don't I don't know why Twilight Saga has to, like, bear the brunt of being, like, you know, like, representation in a way that, like, James Bond isn't. It just seems a little hypocritical. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's... And again, it's like having these same conversations over and over. Like we mentioned in yeah. the first episode of like, like we've had this this, this uh, discussion before over and over. And we do mention in the first Twilight movie that, you know, Catherine Hardwick, you know, the, the director of the first Twilight, you know, female director uh, with a female lead, uh, Kristen Stewart. And I mean, you had to have to, you know, you, you, uh, you remember this, Manish, right? About like it being like a surprise hit twilight and you know uh, yeah. uh having a female lead in it, a female well, director you know quote unquote surprise surprise hit. surprise exactly it's like <laughs> and then we've had we have these same discussions like so many years later like with captain marvel coming out and it also being a quote unquote yeah. surprise hit so yeah it's because like that that's it manish it's because <laughs> who is like leading it who is like uh like shepherding this this saga like who's writing and who's well, the, the 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 novels of which is it, it's ba- uh, it's based you know they're all female so yeah it's it's a problem it's a problem and it's it's frustrating it it's uh, it's especially frustrating considering like you know who the director of the last four movies are too <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which which we'll talk about, but um, but yeah, yeah. It, uh, uh, I I do like what you said earlier that it's stuck in my head. Like watching these movies, you know, on their level. You know, not to say like it's like something subterranean. <laughs> it's not. It's not. You know, it's not like uh, uh, when I think of that, I'm not dismissing like what level it's on. But it's I don't know. Like I'm just a heterosexual dude who enjoys. Uh, uh, like movies of all kinds, really, and this appeals to me because it just has these like fantasy elements, these rom- those these romantic elements, these horror elements all within, and yeah. it's like str- it's like weird and strange enough for it to all work for me. So that's kind of what I'm getting at with my rewatch. Is like ah, it's you, you don't see a lot of this often anymore, which is disappointing. I think. <laughs> You know, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. These were the biggest hits of their time, and now, not so much. Like, uh, uh, it's 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 mostly just one kind of movie now. Um, yeah, I was. Um, you know, these movies are all streaming on on Showtime. Like, they're playing on Showtime, and I was scrolling through and like adding them to like the Showtime streaming service play like watch list or whatever. And I was feeling like weirdly nostalgic for like sequels like of this kind instead of you know sequels to um like uh, extended universe you know movies and stuff where like sure you know yeah like we have like you know um 
you know, like Thor Ragnarok is a sequel to, you know, Thor Dark War, but it's also a sequel to, you know, like Avengers Infinity War or like, uh, I'm sorry, Avengers Age of Ultron and whatever. So, you know what I mean? Like having that, like not having this overarching umbrella of the extended universe and just like straight sequels that star the same people and just continue the story. Like, I, we don't, like, I don't know. I feel like we don't get that anymore. And like, I think that kind of died with the young adult you know, craze of the 2010s. But I was just like, I kind of just miss, like, straight sequels that is just, like, it completes after five movies, and then that's that. There's no, like, tease for, you know, team-ups and stuff. There's no, like, <laughs> you know, like, um... Although, although and if, if there's, like, a team-up with, like, uh, Twilight versus Hunger Games, like, maybe, maybe I'd be interested in that. Maybe that'd be a good team-up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course. I would love to see... You know Jennifer Lawrence and Kristen Stewart in the same movie—that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. To to that point, um, that I'm also very much—I um, wouldn't say nostalgic, but like um, thinking about that was was uh, was interesting. Thinking back to that time when you know this, uh, the tail end of Harry Potter, Hunger Games, mm-hmm. and what was that one that they didn't finish? They got like three movies Divergent. in. Divergent. Divergent, right? I saw at least yeah. one of those in theaters. And I was like, like, yeah, this is this movie's good, and and I knew there's gonna be more. And I'm like, okay, here we go again. Um, but yeah, I guess that that Divergent series was was like the nail in the coffin of, of these young adult franchises, right? Because after that, like, yeah, that that was it. That craze was over. Which, to, in retrospect, is kind of disappointing because I would like to see more, you know, female led franchises. Period. Yeah, I also want to give a shout out to the Maze Runner. That's right, movie. Maze Runner. I like those two. Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah, what what a crazy time that was, like ten, like you know, yeah. <laughs> half a decade ago, um, man. But now, and like there were so many that like never took off, like um, the Fifth Wave and Saoirse Ronan's The Host, um, and uh, just a lot of these like dystopian female led. Um, uh, young adult series and so it was like Beautiful Creatures that was another one that um, I think was meant to spawn like a you know, franchise but didn't so I mean I think yeah, it's crazy how like those were so dominant in the pop culture thing and now like completely now and I think most of them go to you know, Netflix and stuff like yeah, yeah. you know Umbrella Academy or whatever but um, yeah I mean it's crazy yeah, that's a good point because if if uh, Twilight, if the book series was a hit now, I'm sure the first thing they do is they, they and and the movies didn't exist before, they would do a Netflix show like they do three. Yeah, it would be like a season per book. Yeah, you know? yeah, and then they'd get to like because there are four books, right? Four Twilight books. Like yeah. Netflix would probably just get through three series and then cancel it before the fourth one. <laughs> that's yeah. yeah. That'd be the alternate universe in which in which yeah. that would happen. Um. Uh, but yeah, uh, what else can we say? Oh, one thing I like to do is I kind of went over it already. Like my expectations or what I want from this, like in terms of me and like discovery, maybe self-discovery, maybe uh, uh, yeah. what can I learn from, from watching these movies and doing this series? I mean, I said it like I, I kind of want a new perspective because like, like I know these movies are at least like interesting you know, uh, on the, on the face of it. Uh, I've seen them before. Uh, my memory's kind of foggy cause it's been so long, but I remember there are elements in this series that I'm like, 
excited about, like revisiting, like the fact that it's a it, like there are horror elements. It deals with like vampires and werewolves, and you know, uh, uh, Michael Sheen being like the top vampire bad guy. Uh, that, that that has always interested me. <laughs> we'll talk about that yeah. in in the future episodes, <laughs> but. With that in mind, like I'm excited to revisit these and and give them, you know, a, a new analysis in my head and and come out as like a as like a real defender of like yeah let's let's go back and say, you know let, let's go back without reservations without all that baggage without all that discourse from you know a decade ago let's come back to these and and give it give them a shot yeah you know, if 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 maybe you ha- you have uh these available uh to watch folks give them a shot that's that, that's all I say here starting the series like give them a shot and then maybe by the end you know maybe like me at the end we'll we'll see what happens to me at the very end of this series you'll be on the side of you'll be on the right side of history <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah right yeah. right yeah i mean for me it's the same like i want to you know, I want to watch these movies without all the baggage of you know the discourse and just kind of, you know, like I think my memories of these movies have been so like warped by all the you know defending and arguing and criticizing that went on for you know the the these five years. So I just want to like I don't know just watch them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like engage with them as pieces of content or as pieces of art or or cinema or whatever without all the like chatter and noise yeah and also just for me as like the fact that we have Kristen Stewart Robert Pattinson in five movies together and this was like a a precursor to okay here's here's my theory also and I, I didn't mention this in the in the Todd episode although I had it in mind like I have this theory that's not really thought out. It's just something that's put on my ass, Manish. But like, are the people are? I want to know how what the circle is, like the Venn diagram of people who watched Twilight growing up, to people who buy like hundred dollar towels from A twenty four. Like, <laughs> is it like a is like a huge in between there? Like, because it's. Do you think that's worth discussing? Because I think there's a connection yeah. there. Yeah, people who grew yeah, up with these yeah. movies and like I, now who are fans of like, you know, uncut gem. No, sorry, not uncut, uncut gems. Uh, fans of like Good Time, Good Time, and like whatever you know, eight twenty four films. Personal shopper. There you go, Personal yeah. Shopper. Yeah. I mean, I love Personal Shopper. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's me you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you're the you're in the you're in the center of the Venn diagram, Manish. <laughs> no, but you know, but seriously like that perspective of like these yeah. act i love these actors these two so just seeing their you know quote-unquote beginnings but i i know they both had done movies before the twilight series like i love panic room so uh, you know and kristen stewart's amazing in that as a kid but you know this was to a lot of people their introduction to these actors so yeah yeah, yeah. i find that very interesting I mean, it, it, isn't it so surreal seeing them in these movies like these it's just like I, I i can't get over it like i, I look at them and I'm like, oh yeah, like they're Edward and Bella. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just it's so bizarre to see them in these movies because they like I mean Kristen Stewart, God bless her, has been you know embracing blockbusters, you know like Charlie's Angels and Happiest Season and stuff. Like she's been like doing that, and that, I think she's amazing. You know, in Charlie's Angels, I love her in that oh, movie. Yeah, yeah. 
and Robert Hansen, he's going back to franchises with, with Batman, but like, I mean, even those are like, you know, somewhat prestige blockbusters, right? And then like to see them in Twilight is so bizarre to me. <laughs> well, let me, uh, let me ask you this. Cause like, well, my answer is, well, I'm asking myself this question. I'm going to ask you, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a great <laughs> podcast host, by the way. Um, so w- when I see modern day Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart, I don't immediately think Bella and Edward. Do you think that Manish? Like when you see a new Kristen Stewart movie, you go, Oh, that's Bella. No, no. I think of like, I, mean, I think of, um, yeah, I guess I think of like, I don't, I don't know if I think of any movie with Robert Pattinson. I think I just think of him, but like Kristen Stewart, I think of like Cloud, like Clouds of Steel's Maria or Personal Shopper because like, I think those are two of her best performances. I mean, I, I mean, I was joking earlier, but like, I love Personal Shopper. I think, I think it's a terrific movie. Um, Oh, like I, Robert Pattinson, I think I just think of like, you know, like who's Robert Pattinson? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> well, he's Edward in Twilight. I can tell you that. He's I know so that weird. he is weird. Yeah. I, I I admire his choices more than I think. Well, I uh, let me correct myself because I, I was about to say I admire his choices more than I think he's a good actor. But I do think he's a good actor. Like my favorite role of mm-hmm. his is a good time like he does some great stuff in that movie yeah yeah and he also was great in like damsel maybe that's my my number two like his acting in that is like really good even though the movie's like it's okay um but kristen stewart i uh, she makes great movies and and no matter what i always find her performance is fascinating and my favorite of hers is the runaways like that's that point in time for me was like forget everything anybody's saying about Kristen Stewart and how she's a bad actress. Like, no. After seeing Runaways, I'm like, geez, one of my favorites for life now. So, yeah. 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 I, 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 lo- I love them both for different reasons. But, yeah, it's crazy to me coming back to this franchise, Twilight, and saying, yeah, these two, you know, uh, made it out and have su- successful careers now. Um, and a, lo- a lot of people got to know them from this uh, horror gothic sometimes silly romance uh, horror franchise thing <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah i think that's enough intro manish was there anything else you wanted to say before we close this episode out no no i think i think that's good i think we can save save whatever else for the actual movies Oh yeah, yeah. We have plenty to say. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I just I just want to say uh, thank you, Manish, because I again I basically forced you to do this. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, held at gunpoint. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, this is like a Stockholm syndrome uh, Stockholm syndrome situation. So I apologize. No, but I, I mean I'm really I'm really glad to do them. I mean I've been wanting to revisit these movies for a very long time and. Um, I'm glad to be doing this in a in a uh, more sincere way and not oh, yeah. roasting them. I think it's so easy to um, to do a podcast about Twilight and make it like just making fun of it. And I don't want to do that. I mean, I'm sure there there are things to mock, of course, but like I don't want to just like dunk on them for five hours. I think that's, That'd be really boring. But yeah, I think that does it. I think that's enough. Uh, why don't we do... Oh, I'll just say one more thing. Uh, if the plan goes as as uh, as well as I expect, uh, the first episode, uh, 
with us and our guest Rachel Talking Twilight will be on the Patreon now. But check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash talkfromsociety. If you want to hear the series as it rolls out, it'll be on there first for a few months, and then it'll uh, come out on the free feed. But if yeah, go to Patreon first if you want to hear them all. Um, Manish, you have anything to plug before we go? Yeah, um, you can follow me on Twitter at the Manish eighty nine, and also follow It Pod to Be You at It Pod to Be You, um, and my other podcast with uh, Dave Giannini, Queer Now. You can find that at Queer Now, and pretty much they're both on most podcast apps, I believe, at least the major ones. I can never remember which ones, even though I <laughs> see it every two weeks. I see it on the website. I can't remember. I never remember. There's there's Apple. Uh, Apple Podcasts is one, Spotify, SoundCloud. there's Stitcher, yeah, SoundCloud. Um, yeah, those are the major ones, right? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, uh, uh, go to talkfromsociety.com slash itpod2bu or talkfromsociety.com slash now, and you'll get the RSS links there. And you can put yeah. you can put that in your podcast catcher, as they say, and listen to it on any device. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I've tried to make that as easy as possible for people <laughs> to yeah. to listen. So yes, um, check out all that, folks. And yeah, we'll see you next time. We don't have a cl- closing catchphrase. Uh, 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 Manish, fangs for being here. <laughs> <laughs>